Hello guys and welcome to the TYG and Friends show. I go by the name that Yoruba guy. Don't worry, my mom calls me by a different name. <laughs> um, I love posting memes on social media and thought, you know, why not bring some elements of that to podcasting as well? And so far, you know, it's been fun. Um, so on this show, I hope to talk about interesting topics with my friends and my family and hopefully some of you listeners out there as well. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about entertainment, investment, so we're talking about sports and religion and, you know, occasionally politics. Politics. <laughs> Sometimes we know how that gets. Um, so if you like the show, kindly show your support by giving us a thumbs up, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and you know, send us an email to info at thatyourbyguy.com. Thank you very much for listening. Take care, bye. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of TYG and Friends. Uh, it's your boy Benga. Joining me today is a friend of mine, Tito. And um, Tito, say hi to my <laughs> to my listeners. Hello, friends. Um, this is Tito here. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. You're gonna say no, something. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the intro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Tito for Tito is also a uh, she's a sister of um a friend of mine, Kola, who has been on the on the podcast uh, a couple of times as well. Um, so mm-hmm. welcome Tito to this um podcast of mine where I spill my gut occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good thanks for having me yeah you're welcome um so how's it been with you what um i know like we you wanted us to have this conversation on on instagram initially and i was like yeah i don't know about that because <laughs> but like but i wanted to understand why <laughs> because i'm kind of the anonymous of instagram right right that would make sense actually man of mystery right people love it people love it (laughs) no i just don't i like i don't know i i think what happened okay so i uh long time ago this was like probably 2016 or so Mm -hmm. um i was at this live it loud program in Edmonton, and a couple mm-hmm. of people kept coming to me. They were like, "You're that Yoruba guy, right? You're that Yoruba guy, right?" Oh no! And I didn't like that. I honestly didn't like that. I mean, it's it's nice that they know what the right. what my face looks like, but to some people, it's flattering. For me, it just wasn't. It just felt like it felt intrusive in a very weird right. way for me. So just... I was like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." I don't want to be that guy. That has no, that makes out. sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So, like, only those people it. who knew me earlier would uh, have an idea what I, what I look like in public. But, I've had people, like, ask me, like, my sister be like, do you know who this person is? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, wait, I've met your sister before. She's supposed to know who I am. I don't think she knows that's who you oh, are. Or, like, okay. But yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. Um, so, uh, you have some topics that you're very passionate about. Do Mm -hmm. we start from there? Let's start from there. Um, Sure. So you, uh, with everything that has been going on in the last couple of weeks, we've been, 
um, everyone's been talking about Black Lives Matter. But it seems, mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, it seems like whenever we talk about Black Lives Matter, we ignore the people, part of the people in that community. We, we ignore right. a certain group of people in that community. I saw mm-hmm. a video. So, like, this video really brought it home for me. Like, made me... You, if you notice on my Instagram, I've been talking about how we are talking about where we are preaching anti anti hate um messages out but we only we only speak of it for a certain group of people we don't do it for other people we like it's Mm -hmm. almost like in 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 the in the goal of trying not to in the goal of trying to push anti-hate we're also hating people at the same time and And so, like, I think this Black Lives Matter um, march and movement really kind of opened my eyes to some of my own, will I call it Ooh. ignorance or bias mm-hmm. or just, ig- like, ignorance is, mm-hmm. what, is, is what I'll really call it, where you're telling, you're saying that, why, why is it that white people haven't seen, have not been I, I, acting like as if they're actually getting a wake-up call right now. Meanwhile, we've been right. having the Michael Browns, the Trayvon Martin, the the amount of people that have been the dying. Of, yeah. And it's like, wait, hold on. You that you're talking, you're equally, you're equally guilty of doing the same oh, thing. Yeah. You know? So I started talking about it, and the more I spoke about it, the more I, like... um. So, like, for some reason, I started, like, pay attention to some issues that normally i wouldn't pay attention to so the the one of them was seeing a video of a transgender female mm-hmm. being beaten i mean like a yeah. mob of people yeah. beating uh her up and i was like that right there is something that just goes against everything that i am like goes mm-hmm. against everything that i stand for you can't say that you want black lives to matter but you are destroying, the same yeah. person destroying another person's life <clears throat> and at the same time we are seeing tons of we're gonna get to the twins story uh, the um 19 year old girl that passed away in um uh, in the states somewhere yeah, i can't remember Tallahass- what city yeah, was in Tallahassee. so okay. yeah we're gonna get to that one but like it's an it's another example of how we are preaching black lives matter but at the same time we in the same community it's not even people of people of you know who are outside the community people in the same community are inflicting mm-hmm. so much harm on other members of that same community in the name of you are not the ones i'm fighting for i'm fighting for these right. other people like i'm only fighting for like the heterosexual yeah like you know what i mean straight whatever it is they want to call it a uh, black person and and like i mean i understand where you're coming from a lot of ignorance has come with those type of things because we're not fully educated on um the lgbtq2 plus right Mm -hmm. or um there's so many people who don't even know there's a two plus so like it it goes down to just understanding and having education behind these things the um what's her name the lady uh trans lady i think her name is yana dior oh it is i think um but like these people don't have a clue. The ones who are beating up on her have an mm. idea as to what it is that she's going through mm-hmm. as a human being because they haven't been taught. Mm. So, um, you at least like you know if you're looking into it, you're like, okay, I feel bad about this. Let me 
now educate myself on top of it that's different you know what i mean people can change ignorance it's mm. just you're, you're choosing not to at that point mm. but um the whole black lives matter i was literally guilty about just even me being part of the lgbtq um uh world mm. i even forgot about myself in that moment mm. and was just preaching black lives matter mm. until like a friend of mine was just like don't you remember you had an issue with you know um your own people even accepting you mm. um and still having a hard time accepting you like don't mm. you remember that why aren't you fighting for that and that has now changed my perspective mm. on what i'm fighting for it's mm. still black lives matter but mm. now all black lives matter because mm. there's so many different people we don't know about mm. Mm. but yeah, the that that's a huge thing for me to talk about. I usually get really passionate um about LGBTQ uh two plus people. Like we are like a group of people that are not really looked at. There's like some of us who have been looked at, right? But mm. there's like that's huge umbrella that the people are missing out on like a lot of different things too. So like for I can't like I, I mean given the kind of the audience that so I, I look at the demographic of of people who listen to my podcast and majority of them are in Canada and Nigeria so we will mm-hmm. I want I want us to tailor this message to them what right. do you think is the hurdle that that is stopping a lot of people from understanding how um understanding the the plight of people in in your community honest god i think it's just what's the hurdle they need to get over they need to just understand that not everybody's like them you know what i mean like you can't just look at someone and be like oh i'm i like you just because you're like there's some there's something different about each person mm. and if you don't learn to love that about a person like you're not going to learn about them right mm. so Educate yourself. I'm sure you have people from our community within you, and you know, but you're choosing not to talk about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Talk to them. Mm. Ask them questions. The one who actually care will have no problem educating you. You know what I mean? There's some that might get offended, and then cool. But I think that's the hurdle that we need to get over is to talk to the people that we know are going through these things and get over that uncomfortable lumping your throat or whatever and just just cuff it up Mm. that's that's what i think has it has has like trying to like okay so in you you communicating that message to um to people who are of the heterosexual um uh Mm -hmm. you know what is the term i'm gonna use right now preference what will what, what do you usually find that is you know how like because i feel like it's the same debate i have with um conservatives so because i have a more mm-hmm. liberal mindset ideology mm-hmm. rather and i'm i'm having conversations with them and i and often find that there's always that there's that basic philosophy, the fundamental philosophy that usually con- that controls how they think. And I believe the same thing happens with me as well. And I mm-hmm. find that as long as those things remain there and as long as they are not even aware that that's the reason why they have that bias that they have, then they continually 
oppose everything that the other person is saying do you feel, right. you feel the same way when you speak to other people um not necessarily i feel like when i talk to other people i just i don't have any expectations for mm. anybody mm-hmm. so then you can't disappoint me mm. so it's just like i'm just going you're a clean canvas mm-hmm. and however you want to paint that canvas is how i'm taking that canvas home mm. so i i don't really have a pre- like preconception about like whoever it is that I'm talking to her about to me, I just let you paint who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, you don't actively try to explain to them. That's what you mean. eh? Yeah. I mean, like I don't not if, if it's in a moment and somebody's doing something wrong, I will try and explain or try to educate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it's one of those situations where, how do I say this? There's a time and a place for everything. True. I can't be popping off in public, mm. you know what I mean? Because I saw this and I'm going to be angry, but I'm not going to pop off in public. I might be able to like calm down and go talk to the person later on. But um, I, I pick and choose my battles pretty much when it comes to educating people. I pick mm. and choose my battles because I don't want a situation where now I'm putting other people in danger if I have to say something. Mm. So I, that's my approach. But not everybody is like that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I, like, someone really got me upset. Well, not really upset, but, like, enough to want to respond to them in the comment mm-hmm. section today where I was saying. I think I saw that. Yeah, I was like, what was, <laughs> yeah, what was, what was my, yeah, I was like, stop raping black women. Mm-hmm. And the, so that, that caption right there was very deliberate i was very very deliberate with that because i was like there is there needs to be an understanding that right that black women are being raped in a very different way i mean Mm -hmm. not to say that other people are not experiencing it right but there are so many stats to show that we're black women are not protected in africa they're not protected in anywhere so we're talking about like the mortality rates even when they are pregnant in the hospital so they're not safe even in the hands of the doctors they're not safe in the Mm -hmm. hands of police they're not safe in the hands of anyone Mm -hmm. and i'm often and and in this in i think the message i was trying to convey was we need to pay attention to protecting black or black females right because the the intent there was very deliberate it's the same way we are trying to narrow things down and say look we we have to protect black lives because black lives matter but like the thing is it's not to mean that police are not killing latinos or they're not killing asians or you know but the thing is when the number is so like it's so disproportionate like it doesn't make any sense it's so much more than every other ethnic ethnic background then you realize that you have to pay attention to that like then otherwise people will just keep getting frustrated and when people now say oh no not just black women all women i'm like no i get it trust me i i get it more than anyone else but we need to pay attention to that so my question to you now is given that layer of not just being a black woman, not just being a, um, uh, uh, well, not just being a woman, not just being a black person, but also <laughs> be a, being of the LGBTQ community. Like, mm-hmm. what, what, like, how does that feel? Like, what is your experience? It's, I, I'm just 
angry. I'm honestly like I haven't had I've had like the microaggressions. Like mm. I've had like, you know, those stupid comments that boys would make and mm. you know what I mean, or some African parent saying something in the Bible and has no rebuttal or you know what I mean? Like tiny little things like that. But now to see I've I have trans friends and have friends in the queer community and seeing the things that they go through breaks my heart. You know what I mean? Like it's just constant jabs here and there. Like society doesn't even like you know what I mean? It's just terrible for them. So for me to see this I get heated and mm. I get passionate and mm. I get loud and I get, you know what I mean? And it's just, I've, I've had to just kind of sit back mm-hmm. and take, and just like take several seats. Actually, I had to take several seats because I got, it got to the point where I wanted to get physical mm. and it, it's not going to get any better until we, we do the work mm. as humans, not just even like, you know, heterosexual black or whatever everybody needs to do the work to understand that people are different yeah and regardless of why even how how different they are they still need love and they have love to give you know and yeah sorry no no no, no, go ahead no go ahead please don't let me yeah Yeah. so but like that's that's just my whole thing and it's just like everybody has a whole different lifestyle has a whole different road that they walked on just treat them with love like that's all that matters like mm-hmm. nobody is doing anything to you <laughs> so just you know that's what, that's where i usually go to i'm always like hold on so when i see like i told <clears throat> i told my wife one day i said if we ever walk into any church and they're preaching and you know uh homophobic mm-hmm. messages Mm-hmm. just get ready to walk away with me because we're not gonna see we're not gonna be there for any 100%. more second because because mm. one thing that I'm starting to realize with um, with religion mm-hmm. and how we play a role, how religion plays a role in this is even if now I'm gonna I'm even going to I'm I'm going to a, a part where I'm gonna explain it to a a very sensible person and hopefully they get it. Even if the Bible speaks against the LGBT community, the Bible does not tell you to judge them. The Bible exactly. does not give you license to actually to judge, judge anybody. So <laughs> it's it's almost like it's almost like you see bikers and they don't fit your description of what a church goer should should be. So you judge them. You see you see um, uh, what is it? The god god people, right? Those people that dress black gothics, gothics, and you see the way they dress. You see the way they look, and so you judge them because they don't fit that description. Yes, like that's my problem with with religion. It's like you then create this bubble for yourself where it's like if you don't fit my description then mm-hmm. you stand being judged it's like who who are you who the fuck are you it's but not, do you no, understand you understand what i mean so like it makes me and and you know the funny thing is the the part of it that i oftentimes struggle with is why black people stand for that nonsense because mm. you need to understand that christianity itself was used to enslave black people yep do you understand what I mean? I'm talking about yep. passages that were used yep. to convince, to convince, uh, uh, you know, uh, what I, was I, I think I, um, Barack Obama mentioned this one time where he said, there's something wrong about uh, knowing that people shipped off slaves from Ghana to the, uh, on, off the Gold Coast and had, um, and had a church around the same place where they built their castle. 
So hmm. it didn't make that didn't make any sense. It's like, hold on. So you mean that the Bible was used in justifying all this? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But that's we just why, need to do what we don't have. Nobody's doing their his, like no one's actually doing their research though. That's why. That's why. Um. That's why every time I as as why every time I talk to Christians, I'm like, look. Even if God doesn't agree, even if God doesn't agree, even if the holy book doesn't agree with this, it mm-hmm. is not your job. It is not your place. So, right. and, and then I, I'm always like, why do you then, why do you then feel the need to want to beat that person up, to kill that person or to make that uh-huh. person's life miserable? Why? Mm-hmm. Because they are not even hurting you. Oh, you would forgive a murderer. You would forgive yeah, somebody who rapes. You would forgive right. every other person, but you won't forgive someone who, does, who doesn't even care about you, who doesn't even want to be around you. They want to be by themselves <laughs> and live their lives. So I, I had to I had to go back and forth. And I was like, why do Christians feel it's their job to police people who don't even agree with them? Who don't, right. who, who, like, they don't, they, they're not, and if, and what's, okay, let's say you want to even win them over. Do you win them over by hating them? Yeah, so I, so I, I, I think that's the, for me though, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm speaking for you. You should be saying all these things. We're like, no, I don't, I, I, no, 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 no. I agree with everything you're saying. I really do. I'm, no, like, yeah, I'm ready it, to jump in. Yeah. I, I feel like if there's anything I want people who listen to this podcast to understand is this though, because I, I, I saw some comments that were very encouraging. Just letting people know, look, it's not your place. It's right. not remotely your place to judge. You it understand really what I mean? Right. Like I it was like right. I, I had to explain to one of my friends and I'm happy he listened to me because he was like, you know what, you're right, because it's not our place to judge. But then yeah. I'm like, why is that the main why is that why the is main that so message? Why is that so yeah. hard to believe for other people? Like, yeah. You know, so that's that's it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, like just going back to the whole Christian situation, this is why there's so many down low gay people in church. You wouldn't even know. That you're sitting right next to somebody who's gay. Somebody and then, you know, who, you know what I mean? Or, <laughs> uh, th- thank you. Thank you. You know? <laughs> Some of these pastors out there are just gay. And you're sitting there listening to somebody that you're sitting there and apparently hating. And they get married to you because they're trying to hide who they are. And then you find out years later that they're gay. You get a divorce. Another mm. thing against the Christians. You know what I mean? It's just like a... It's, oh god i could go on for days but, <laughs> but no um it, it's it's really not our place to judge anybody um because we don't know what their story is Hi guys, it's Benga again. Just letting you guys know if you want to promote your business on the podcast, shoot me a message on my Instagram page, TYG and friends, or you can go to my that Yoruba guy. Your best bet is going to info at um <laughs> info at that Yoruba guy.com. That's my email address. So forgive me for not remembering that so quickly. Um, so anyways, if you want to promote your business and you think my podcast platform uh, fits the kind of uh, business that you have, whatever it is, we'll be glad and more than happy to help. We have given that it's a growing platform we have very very affordable rates so if you shoot me a message wherever you're able to get at me do and i will uh, be more than happy to help out where i can all right i enjoy the rest of the podcast
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for an article where I found, um, uh, where they found a gay, um, Republican a representative that. Oh. Yeah, they found out that he was gay. And oh. he had been he had been so against the LGBTQ community, oh, and I'm like, no. why? Okay, so you weren't for them, but why did you feel the need? Yeah, I think. Okay, hold on, let me see. Oh, uh, that's rough. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, this one comes out being okay. No, like one came out being gay. His of is from the uh, what's it called? From the Republican Party, and the Republican Party are one of those like people who believe mm-hmm. that they don't agree with uh, the LGBTQ Probably. community. Um. Yeah, like it, I'm, I, I, it's it's somewhere it's somewhere there. I think it came out in 2006 or so, long time mm-hmm. ago. They found out he was gay because he was having sex with some guy in his uh, like a male escort or so in his office. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you couldn't even wait till you got home or what? Like you couldn't even get like an Airbnb or something in an apartment for him. So you just oh no, yeah. so yeah. smart. Oh man, yeah, but- it's um. Yeah, if there's any message I just want to give everyone out there is just like <laughs> stop the judging and just like if we just if love. we're gonna say if we're gonna say Black Lives Matter, we should ex- we should extend that that uh, yeah. message to everyone. It has to cover everyone. You can't you can't pick and choose who you want to hate. Oh no, I'm gonna hate this people. I'm gonna love right exactly. It's so, so stupid. It's so very very stupid. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. the next topic I want us to talk about. We had like when when we're discussing this in uh, in the DM, we had we had like a long a few actually a longer list actually, but like mm-hmm. covering covering two alone might take us like forty minutes. So the other yeah, one, that's... the other one <laughs> is about Tony. So Tony Saleu, if I'm pronouncing the name properly, <clears throat> yes, she was she was found. Uh, I don't know what I you saw this story, right? I definitely I was just reading up to um up on it when you call actually so yeah. she's that 19 year old who went missing mm. um who's very active with the whole george floyd matter yeah um and uh went missing a couple of days or she just got found a couple of days ago yeah. but she's been missing since like june 5th yeah exactly yeah yeah i think one i was i was re- i was uh i was reading this story the story has so many layers so there's yeah. the part where her parents actually threw her out of the house, and that was why she was roaming the streets. Oh no! And that part really broke my heart because, for whatever reason that was, I mean, I'm like, you know, some other some people are saying because she has some, um, she's dealing with some um, mental struggles. I, I tell you, mm. I guess. but the thing is, if you read her tweets, you can tell she was struggling with it. It wasn't like, you know, because she was yeah. she was molested before, I think earlier that earlier this year before she died. She passed away only 3 days ago actually. So oh, Okay. Yeah, and she was just like there's a timeline of different sto- of the stories of how she had been molested by and this is another one we need to get to about mm-hmm. how I mean, I think I think we even mentioned it about how black women black men are raping black women yeah this one is one of those ones that i wouldn't say i I wasn't paying attention to it but i think now this with this this story really like hit me different because it was almost Mm. very personal because her dealing with her issues and have and 
been thrown out of her own home. Oh, yeah. That broke me. I mean, that really broke my heart. Like, it was so imagine. heartbreaking. Because the thing is, you hear a lot of parents say that, that, they, will, that, they, that they will kick you out of the house. They, they say it as a threat. Right. But you know a lot of a lot of them back home in Nigeria do it. They do, oh, a, lot they do. Of, a lot of kids are on the street because they can't yes. the house. And it's like, why is it that Mm. you are more you are you are very comfortable kicking your child out of your home because of the image that she might represent or he might represent yeah actually trying to um, help exactly rather than trying to help that child out rather than Mm -hmm. trying to help that child understand what they are going through or help them in one way or the other to like resolve what it is that they are going through because that was actually the genesis of all this problem right you know what i mean yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but in my head, I've gotten to the part in my life where I can't really blame my parents for the things that they do because they don't know any better. Mm. You know what I mean? They they weren't really taught to talk to their children True. about feelings and mental illness because they didn't even know what they had with mental illnesses. So it's just like, they're, I, I don't want, I get what you mean and I feel bad, but like at the end of the day, you got to think about it from their perspective and be like, okay, ah, like, come on with you, you know what I mean? Type situation. Hmm. And it's just like, what am I supposed to do? Like, am I going to leave her in the house? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, but so, the thing is, but the thing is, when there are examples all around you, how long does, is that excuse now valid? Do you understand what I mean? I, yeah, no, so, actually, I mean, I so, 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 I mean, if I'm in a community where that's the norm, where you raise your children this way, where, you know, they're raised this way. All right, cool. I guess that that can pass an ex- as 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 an explanation. Right. But when you're in a in a place where people raise their children and are mindful of the kind of words they speak around their children. They're mindful right. about how, you know, their behaviors can build or, or mm-hmm. dismantle or destroy their, their, their self-worth and self, um, uh, just how they feel about themselves. Yeah. So like, so exactly. Self-esteem. So like, it's like when you're aware of all this, you have all this information. It's like, then why do yeah. you keep doing the same thing? Because, like I said before, they don't know any better. I, I personally, I'm just speaking about the kids. I've, I've seen my parents say some shit, and I'm just like, um, pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been here for 18 years, and you want to say that to me right now? Oh, and then I have man. to sit back and be like, okay, but it's not their fault. Mm. You know what I mean? And I have to give them that little bit of a rope because, I mean, as children, we see our parents as these like big people who we can go to for everything. But we also forget that they didn't know what they were doing. They still don't know what they're doing. They haven't mm. done this before. No, I think, I think. Um, I obviously I'm not coming from the perspective of you have to be perfect to be a parent. Yeah. But at the same time, I think to the extent of chasing your 19 year old daughter out on the house, yeah, where she's now depending on churches to be able to keep her safe. I mean, mind you, this is a this is in during a pandemic. This is yeah. During this is this is knowing that the streets are not even safe. You know, right. like that really. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, that really was just. Yeah, I think. Wait, let me see. She said, um, "I think she, I'm reading her tweet. One of the, the last. I believe this is the last tweet she 
put up before dying trust. Anyways, I was mol- I was molested in Tallahassee, Florida, by a black man this morning at five thirty. So this was on on June sixth in mm-hmm. on Ridgeview and Park Avenue. This man offered to give me a ride to find some yeah, place to out. sleep mm-hmm. and recollect my belongings from a church I I refused to a couple days back to escape on just living conditions. So like, and then if you just read down, like you just read the um, heartbreaking. Yeah, it um, was just it was just horrible, man. I just couldn't yeah. imagine. I yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I couldn't really imagine that either, and it's it's something that I would like to even speak to to the Nigerians who are living in Nigeria, listening to this. You know, um, listen to your children, hmm. like talk to your children don't just assume don't talk at them yeah you know what i mean like don't brush things under the rug if they're crying about something try and figure out what they're crying about don't neglect them because that will come back and bite you right in the ass and the annoying part is that these parents are actually taking i think they are they're taking donations of from gofundme uh to bury Actually, they are saying <laughs> the post says that they are taking the they are taking the funds to mm. support the family as opposed to taking the funds to arrange funeral arrange to make yeah. uh, funeral arrange, arrangements for for Tony, which is kind of. Uh, Hmm. Um, I don't even. I have no comment. It just makes them sound like trash to me, honestly. Yeah, like that's trash. Just, trash that's yeah, terrible. Like they didn't oh, care. Man. They didn't sound like they care that much. They really, I, I don't know, man. Those, the whole thing is just so heartbreaking. And like you said earlier, you made a comment that it hurt you. This hurt me a little bit more close to heart because I have a friend with the same name. She oh, yeah. has a Yoruba name too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. she's just a 90-year-old girl that could be my little sister that mm. happened to. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I didn't even know how to feel when I first heard it. I was, but you know what? I kind of lie in my head. I'm like, you know. This is sad to say, but I'm just like, man, men do this all the time. Mm. That was what was going through my head. I was like, men do this all the time. And that shouldn't be the first thing that comes to my mind. Hmm. So I don't know, but I, I don't know what's going to happen to this world. But uh, it needs something needs to change and it needs to happen quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, we need to like, we can... We can afford to do better. We as a yes, we can. As black people, as black men, we can afford to do better because mm-hmm. um, we're destroying our own. I'm in everything that we've talked about today. Like it's just us destroying ourselves. I'm talking about y- you know how we how we um, communicate with the LGBTQ community, how we yes. communicate with our children, how we communicate, how we treat our women, you know, like we're, yeah. we're destroying And how you treat your other own. men, too. Exactly. We're, 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 we're hurting ourselves. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, like we can point fingers to, to how police brutality is hurting everyone, even in Nigeria. Like, Nigerians are going yeah. to... There was a time when they were they were protesting against um to ban to ban uh SARS in Nigeria. So like it's not something that is unique to just North America. Like this is global. Yeah. This is a global is thing, global. right? Um yeah. but there are some things that are very um I would say what? it's almost <laughs> unique to us as black people is mm-hmm. how 
we treat one another within that exactly. community. It's like we mm-hmm. can we can we can come out and speak out in a unified uh, voice and say, "Oh, this is what we stand for. This is what." But like within our own selves, how do we treat ourselves? We we need to look inward mm-hmm. and ask ourselves: Do we like the way we're treating ourselves before we mm-hmm. say we don't like the way this person is treating us? So like that's if there's any message I want anyone listening right now to get it's just that it's like how are you treating the next person how are you treating you know the like oh yeah mm-hmm. that reminds me I wanted to talk about this there was a there's a post I put up on my Insta story about a guy oh. so when I said a friend forwarded this to me it was um uh I don't know if you know Jennifer in Calgary. Mm, I'm not too sure. Okay. So she was the one who forwarded that message to me about how men, we need to ask ourselves, how are our female friends? Do they feel protected? Yeah. Around us? And that, oh, question, yeah. that question really like, yeah, it made me That's think. That's crazy. Yeah. A friend of mine messaged me on Instagram. He's like, if you were ever in a situation, would you trust me as your friend to be mm. there for you? And I didn't understand where this was coming from. I'm like, huh? Mm. Like, why are you asking me this? He's like, no, seriously. He's like, let me give you a specific um, scenario. Like, if you were in a club and a guy was harassing you and I was there, would you feel protected by me? Hmm. And I was just like, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I didn't know where that question was coming from. So, I guess it's gotten to a lot of people. Yeah, it's it, it, we need to spread that message because the more men are aware of it. Because the thing is, Honestly, this Black Lives... I don't know why this Black Lives movement is unique, but it has revealed <laughs> a lot to me. So, mm-hmm. whenever, whenever, I'm, whenever I am talking about how people are, are reacting to something, how people are treating other people, I'm oftentimes trying to remind myself, okay, are you doing the same thing, but in a different way? Are you way? practicing what you're preaching? You're not, exactly. Are you practicing what you're preaching? Well, like, you know, the thing is, if you, if you say that, then it's like literally what I'm talking about. Like, are you actually doing that thing that you're saying? But like, mm-hmm. it, but you could be guilty in different ways. You understand what I mean? You could mm-hmm. be guilty in, oh, okay, you're, you, you're nice to the gay community, but but are you nice to the the uh disabled person uh, right. right next to you are you nice to these other people the are autistic you nice child to... exactly the autistic child because some people are very very oh there's another one about how people mm-hmm. in um uh what they call them <clears throat> the uh, retirement homes how they also like mistreat Mm -hmm. all those elderly people so like there's so much craziness going around the world and people are so quick to point fingers it's like ask yourself are you doing the same (laughs) thing that you're talking about right now but in a different way it's like are you doing it but like in a different style and Mm -hmm. yeah like it's it's um it's funny it's, to see. It's funny to see how people even defend those behaviors. It's like, no, don't talk about that. Like, we need to like <laughs> dropping some very very silly comments about, and they try to make it sound smart. That's the I funny know. Thing. Like you're dumb. I you're know. actually so dumb. Like, you're so, so dumb. <laughs> like you just make yourself sound even like more stupid. But I I don't know the the comments I read on your post like they irk my soul. Oh man. They irk my soul, and I'm just I'm just there for the comments. I'm there for like seeing people respond until like I'm fired up, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my no, wife like, likes the comment section as well. She loves the comment section actually. It's the best part. <laughs> you just sit there, you're scrolling, you're like, wow, these people are actually deep in this. Like, just ignorance is bliss. But I've yeah. seen people. I've seen people try to 
like i've had to block some people actually you know what i've actually graduated to this point where i just block people without responding i only respond unless i see that okay you might be confusing more people so i have to respond so that people get where where my perspective is so like that post i was talking about where i said um stop Stop raping black black women i had to be very specific because i saw a lot of people were like you know (laughs) mixing that message but yeah. like a lot of people are just blocked them i don't even have the strength to respond i see some people no. try to explain rape like that's, the rapist perspective and i'm like are you kidding that's, me? that's what i'm telling you there's a time and place for everything like you can't answer you can't educate everybody because mm-hmm. there's some people who just don't like they don't understand the capacity of the information that you're giving them mm. and it's just like you're speaking to a brick wall so at that point, it's just like your words are not hitting. And I just, I can't talk to people who just, if it's a big wall and, and it's not hitting, it's bouncing back to me, I'm, I'm done talking. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm grateful for the posts that you, that you put on there because some of them are private and some of them are not, right? Mm, mm. So yeah, so I don't know. People yeah. just need to learn. We just need to learn how to love each other. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. My favorite quote I think it's by Krishnamurti and it says, just be the change you want to see in the world. Mm. Like if you really want that change, then you start, it starts with you. Hmm. I thought Tupac said that. No, I think it's Krishnamurti. It's way, way, way older than Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, before we go, I mean, I don't know why they write these things now, but I like that they keep popping up in my head. Another Mm. thing I want to plead with everyone if you're listening to this podcast right now, do me one favor. If you're from, if you're in Nigeria and your experience is rooted in the Nigerian experience, please mm. understand that when black people in North America are talking about a topic, their experience will be different from yours. Yes. So before you jump to, you, <laughs> oh my God, I, I have to explain something. Just, I'm like, you're not getting this thing. You're not getting this. It's not what you think. It's different. There's a different, it's very different, there's a different yeah. experience. And it's not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be condescending because that would be wrong of me. But like, try to understand that, yeah, your heart might be in the right place. But like, no. Yeah. No, just, I, just the no. experience here is different. Just like root for us if you can, please. If you can be there for us, be there for us. You know, it's exactly. appreciated. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to add? Because yeah, I thought this was fun. No. Um. No, this was fun. Yeah, yeah. I like to talk about things like this. Um. No, that's all I want to preach is love, love, love. Love. Just that's love it. Love is the that's, only answer. It is the only answer to our problems. Yeah. So, like, if you have more um, things you want to gist about, just let me know. Like, I'm sure. always, I'm always, like, I think last weekend I couldn't, um, I couldn't have this podcast because there was a buddy of mine, well, I thought mm-hmm. he was a buddy of mine, who, oh, no. who is a, who is a cop, he's a cop, and I thought I would be able to get him on the podcast to have a conversation Ooh. around police brutality, and he just went a wall on me he just went what, what, what is that thing that they that they called he just ghosted me oh he just ghosted <laughs> oh don't worry i got ghosted too by my lgbt um my lgbt community oh, in yeah. calgary so i, I get it <laughs> dude just ghosted me. i was like dude i like this this questions are very important questions <clears throat> but i think for him he was he was actually you know what he actually did give me 
uh, a heads up. It was like there might be some questions that he won't be able to answer. And I think right. he figured that for some reason I would drive the conversation to a something very a controversial. Exactly controversial mm-hmm. space that he won't be able to yeah. respond to. So yeah, I guess fair enough. Yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dido, for coming on my podcast. I really do. I really did enjoy this, though, and we should do it again. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Me too. Well, thank you for having me, and I will definitely hit you up for my next topics. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, and take care. Thanks, Have everyone, for listening, and uh, see you guys again next week. Bye.